Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey guys, it's Garcelle Beauvais and welcome to my podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle. Grab a cocktail and get ready for some grown and sexy conversations with me and some of my closest friends. We're talking sex, life, relationships, did I say sex, and everything in between. Tonight, I am going to bed solo for the first time from my podcast history with a woman who I have so many questions for. She is former adult actress, director, and now paranormal investigator. I'm talking about none other than the amazing Stormy Daniels. Hey, Stormy. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Going to Bed with Garcelle. Um, what is your drink of choice tonight? Well, normally I drink Rebel Vodka, Don't. which another paranormal investigator taught me. Um, ah. But I'm also drinking champagne in honor of Mr. Avenatti's sentencing. So in true New Orleans fashion. Girl, or, or you come right fashion, out of the gate swinging. I cannot festing, wait. baby. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right, let's talk about Michael Avenatti. First of all, he got 2.5 years in prison for extortion. Let me just say this. When he came into everybody's lives via you, he was the hottest thing on television. So good looking. So oh, he knows. Hot. Oh, I'm sure he knows. knows. Did he ever hit on you? So he didn't outright hit on me, but I also never gave him the opportunity. I made sure that I was never alone with him. Smart. Um, Just because I could tell he was underneath it all. He was kind of creepy, I guess. But he was – he is a beautiful man. We'll see what he looks like in two and a half years, I guess. Oh, my God. Okay. I hope he doesn't drop anything. Um, Listen. (laughs) I do. Over and over and over. (laughs) Wow, Stormy. Um. Did you ever suspect that he was shady? Oh, yes. Absolutely. 100%. You did. Um, so I originally had a different attorney that I was supposed to meet with that day. And an hour before I was supposed to meet with him, I got a phone call and said that from that man. And he was like, I don't feel like I'm the right one for this case. I'm sending a colleague. His name is Michael Avenatti instead. And uh, we, I had dinner with, with him in Beverly Hills, me and my assistant. And he was... You know, I remember walking through the doors and he turned. It looked like a scene out of a James Bond movie. <laughs> and he is a beautiful man. Yeah. He laid it on. And honestly, at that point in time, I was so scared and people were shooting at me and crazy things were happening. And he was the only one who would take my case. Wow. And he How did a great that? job in the beginning. But I definitely kind of always felt, you know what? Call it stripper intuition. I was never alone with him. <laughs> is there stripper intuition? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so Stormy, we know you by Stormy, but mm-hmm. I know your name is Stephanie. It's Stormy. How did you go from Stephanie to Stormy? What was um, the transition for that? I've always been Stormy. And the only person that calls me Stephanie is my mother and the IRS, and I hate them both. And that is like, <laughs> that is the one thing, if you call me that name, my bodyguards will shoot you instantly. Wow. Okay. 
Why it's do you such hate a trick. It's a dead name for me. It's a dead name for me. I I hate that name. Okay. My mom gave me that name. She is a horrible fucking human being. Oh, I'm sorry. To hear you know, that. I moved out when I was 17 and have been on my own ever since. And you know, when all this stuff was hitting the press, she sold stories about mm. me, and a lot of them are not even true. As a matter of fact, this woman is so fucking terrible. She sold like I think it's like 10 pictures of me, like baby pictures and childhood photos, and like three and four of them aren't even me. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> So I'm like, stop it right now, dude. I'm like, first of all, is she? She's so crazy that she doesn't know that that's me, or is she so terrible that she willingly sold pictures of another child? Wow! I, I honestly we don't know. We don't ever know. We don't never ever. But know. she's a huge Trump supporter, so she was like uh, bashing me every chance she got, and I was like, "How is this possible? This woman's talking like she knows me. I haven't talked to her and haven't laid eyes on her in like fifteen years. She's never met my daughter. She'll never meet my daughter. So she's, she's not a no. grandmother. Oh, in no. the sense of the yeah." I am sorry to hear that. Um, You brought up a name that I feel like we have to talk because it's the orange elephant in the room. What the hell, Stormy? (laughs) I mean, did you ever think like this was going to be part of your legacy that – you know, oh Trump God! And, don't don't say it's my legacy. Uh, no, no, it's not your legacy. We need it's another. another we need a, more it's drinks. It's a blip in your legacy. It's a we blip need in more your drinks. legacy. <laughs> um, I want to know a couple of things. I mean, first of all, I have, what what does he smell like? I have my own thoughts. <laughs> what does he actually smell like? Old Spice and spray tan. <laughs> I need oh more my alcohol. god, I love this interview so much. It's probably going to go down as one of my favorites. Um, okay, so well, did you-, <laughs> you said go down. So. <laughs> oh my god, did you ever uh, think that here you are going to bed with someone that was going to be the president of the United States? Oh no, absolutely not. First of all, I didn't think I was going to go to bed with him at all. That was a surprise attack by a fat old white man in his underwear. Boxers or briefs? Boxers and black socks. Ew. Okay. Not a good look. Not a good look. Um, but no, of course not. As a matter of fact, like the part, the hard part about this for me is that I wrote everything in my book and they either cut a lot of it out, which I'm just going to throw Avenatti under the bus again, which I found out later. He was the one that cut out a lot of it because he wanted to save some of the good stuff for his book, which he never Stop told me it. about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all going to come out in court in January. I can't wait. Wow. So you are going to go to court. Oh, yeah. No, no. We have a court case in, in January. And do you know that he just filed papers against me two weeks ago? They said that my testimony and evidence should not be admitted in court because I'm a paranormal investigator. I'm a medium and witchcraft. I was oh, like, come on. I was like, we, what come year on. is this? That's crazy. So I was like, this is actually like they're trying to say that I shouldn't be able to defend myself because of witchcraft. And I was like, do I bring my own stake as one provided for me? I have questions because I'm pretty sure that that's religious freedom. Like Absolutely. Like and I should say this. If you could really do the kind of witchcraft that would d- damage them, I think they would probably be dead. <laughs> I no, don't know. sometimes living guessing. in prison is far worse than death. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Torture. <laughs> um, okay. I have to ask you this. So watching Pretty Woman, Julia Roberts never kissed someone who hired her. Right. Do you have restrictions on people who hire you? So every girl has um, her do's and don'ts list. And I am very familiar with this process because I was a director for so long. And so like protocol on set is, you know, you introduce the performers and they they 
talks privately. What do you like? What do you don't like? What's your hard? No. Do you have a safe word? And so they, they do talk and every girl has their own thing. Like a, you know, just to speak frankly, like a lot of girls don't do anal unless it's with their husband or they don't, um, they don't kiss or they don't like mm-hmm. to be spanked. So yeah, everybody has like their thing. Right. Um, which you kind of, it kind of feels strange that, you know, you're doing this most intimate act with somebody but everybody needs to keep a little something for themselves. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And they all, every girl has her different limits and different, you know, yeah. rules and whatever. Let's talk about you directing. So how, what made you get into directing? How is it like, do you ever get turned on while you're behind the camera? So uh, I'm a control freak. I was a writer first. Oh. I was writing my own scripts that I was acting in. And it doesn't matter how good a director is. When you hand over your script, it's still going to be their interpretation of what you wrote. Right. And when I was writing, I have a photographic memory. So I was seeing the movie in my head already. And so it could be something as simple as, well, when I imagine the scene she had on a yellow shirt, but he put her in a pink shirt, everything is ruined. <laughs> so I somehow convinced. You're not dramatic at all. <laughs> no, not at all. So I somehow convinced the owner of Wicked Pictures at the time, Steve Ornstein, to let me direct a movie. And I honestly thought I was just going to be one and done. Like yeah. I was going to be like, this is too much work. I can say I did it. But there was a point on that second day of filming where I was standing at the top of the staircase and I was like, they all have to do what i say i am the puppet master of naked people (laughs) and uh and then it just turns out that i was actually really really good at it and i loved it so i went on to direct over 100 movies for the company no way yep i've directed fantastic thank you i've directed three out of the five most expensive and award-winning adult movies ever made amazing kudos to you that's amazing thank you going back to people who hired you when you were a former um is escort the right word? Mm-mm. Okay, so that's that's okay. This huge, huge misconception. Okay, it, let's so, clear it up. A lot of times, I see all those memes, and they are funny. Mm-hmm. But there's all that stuff. Like Stormy Daniels is the only person that Trump ever hired that was qualified for her job or whatever. He did not hire me. I was not paid for sex. I was not a escort. I was under contract with Wicked Pictures. I was a porn star. So technically, yes, that's a sex worker. Mm-hmm. But I, and all of my friends are escorts or prostitutes or sex workers, whatever you want to say. I'm totally fine with it. But I was not hired for sex by Donald Trump. Got it. I did not know that when I came out of that bathroom, he was going to corner me in his underwear and use my past and against black socks. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I got to drink it again. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, no, like there was no way to hire me. I was under contract with the company that I worked for. I was there for 17 years. I knew my schedule a year in advance. Have you ever fallen in love with someone that was that you were hired to be with? Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, I've dated some guys that I worked with that I met on set. Absolutely. You know, I dated a male performer named Stephen St. Croix for a while and we had a very, you know, special relationship. We're still friends. Oh nice. Um I did not meet my daughter's father on a porn set, but I made him do porn. <laughs> did you? Was that oh, a yes, hard girl. sell? Was that a hard sell? Yeah, no, he fought me. He was like when we decided to have a baby, I was like we're going to level the playing field so you can't use this against me. <laughs> because that happens. I know so many girls that are porn stars, sex workers, whatever that, you know, later when they relationships fall apart, it is used against them in court. They automatically hand the child ah, over to the person who's not a whore. Right. So I'm like, you're going to get in there and hoe, motherfucker. Amazing. Um, how is your daughter? She's great. She's 10. She's doing awesome. Do you talk to her about sex or is it too soon? 
No, so, okay, this is interesting. I actually talk about this quite a bit in my comedy, my stand-up comedy. I don't lie to my daughter, but she's also homeschooled and has been since she was three, so uh, she doesn't get information from outside. Yeah. So I'm just kind of waiting for her to say. I never say, like, mommy fucks people for money, but no, I also don't not. lie. I also don't lie to her and say, oh, mommy's a nurse, you know, right. or mommy's this. You know, I just say, oh, she knows that there's stuff that comes on TV or movies that she's not allowed to see, age-appropriate. Got it. Uh, mommy, you know, she comes in the room, I pause it. Why? Oh, there's bad language or there's violence or it's scary. Like so, most parents do. Right. She knows I write, direct, and I'm in movies, so I just say it's not age appropriate. As soon as she knows what sex is, I'll be like, oh, and there's sex in those movies that mommy makes. But she's been taught since she was, you know, an infant not to be ashamed of her body. Like Great. she's, you know, she's older now, so there's modesty. But like when she right. was smaller, I would be naked in the bathroom doing my makeup or my hair and her dad would come in and talk to me. And it was never like, oh, oh cover up. No, and it shouldn't be. It's it, totally normal. She's yeah. comfortable with her body and all that stuff. Wow. Um, 10 years old. So the COVID didn't really change anything for her if she's used to being um, homeschooled. No, it was actually, and I feel really guilty and really terrible saying Why? this, but like COVID was kind of great for me because face mask meant that I wasn't recognized. You have to understand that, that I thing. spent 14 months before that not even being able to take a piss by myself. I had two huge, like scary looking yeah. men, I called them my dragons, um, follow me everywhere for over a year. Like I didn't even go to the bathroom by myself. And so suddenly masks meant nobody recognized celebrities. Right. No, nobody recognized right. me. And it didn't really change much for her. Cause she was already at home mm -hmm. and I was just launching spooky Bays, my paranormal show. And a lot of people like stopped their filming, stopped work, but you know what? Ghosts don't get COVID. So we kept filming. <laughs> Were you ever like truly scared for your life? I mean, having bodyguards means you having them for a reason. Yeah. Um, I remember laying on the floorboard of a SUV going 125 miles an hour on a highway in Florida with a bodyguard driving and a car behind us shooting at us. What? Yeah, that's why I ended up with bodyguards. That was the day I met one of my bodyguards. His name is Egypt. And he was driving me from the strip club to the airport. He was just a floor guy, like a bouncer at the club. And he fucking saved my life that day. And I went on to hire him. Wow. And that was because of all the Trump stuff, yep. right? Yep. That's unbelievable. I can't even imagine what that's like. Guys, you know this podcast is all things sexy, right? And you know what's really sexy? Clear skin. I'm obsessed with my skin. That's why I'm excited to partner with this episode's sponsor, Apostrophe. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash Garcelle when you use our code Garcelle. Now, this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and click begin visit. Then use our code Garcelle at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and use that code Garcelle to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Let's get into paranormal investigation. What are you doing? How did you get into this? <laughs> And I want to know everything. Okay. So I always make the joke that I didn't get into paranormal. It got into me. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I got the pun, Stormy. <laughs> 
I didn't grow up like obsessed with ghost hunting and paranormal TV shows. I didn't know anything about it. I did know that I had strange things happen my entire life. Like sometimes I would just know things and they would happen. Uh, the most significant example of that was when I was 23 years old and I predicted the death of my stepdaughter. And it was really horrible. And I went outside and told her dad. And, he, of course, he got angry and didn't want to hear it, thought I was trying to cause wow. problems between himself and and the mother. But five days later, we were burying her. No. It was horrible. And so I kind of shut down all that stuff for a while. Plus, I got super busy. And then about two and a half years ago, I moved into this house in New Orleans, which is where I'm from. And New Orleans is extremely haunted. I, you know, I know that all the houses in New Orleans have activity or most of them do. It's the only place I've ever been where the real estate signs say for rent, haunted, not haunted. Wow. They listed all the signs there. I would never buy a house there. Um, No, you you wouldn't handle it. I'd be so scared. If you're scared, just talking about it now it's not a, it's not a good idea yeah. but i moved into this house it was pretty next level haunted and <laughs> it sort of really affected my health and all the people that came to visit and you stayed in this house i did for nine months, ten months. oh my god girl but people some people try to convince me that i was crazy and i actually thought maybe i was so i put cameras in the house and i caught all these crazy activity and my partner you know on the show justin my friend justin came and he experienced stuff and so I, he's like, you should reach out to these ghost television shows that this is what they do. They can yeah. come in and prove or disprove or whatever. And so I did and nobody would help me. Nobody responded. Yeah. And my partner, right. my romantic partner at the time was like, you're nuts. And he had moved out. Like he was like, he wasn't hearing it. So honestly, the funny thing about Spooky Babes is I started it just because I was a petty bitch. I wanted to prove out to my ex I wasn't lying. <laughs> And so Justin being familiar with paranormal investigations and ghost hunting shows was like, let's just do it ourselves. Our show is different because we have aftercare. When the cameras stop, we're not like, hey, we came to your house, stirred uh, up all the activity, got the cool shit, peace out, deal with that yourself. Right. You know, and I never wanted anybody to feel like they were alone or going crazy. And, Amazing. you know, by the time you're to this point where you're reaching out to a complete stranger for help, right. that means you've already gone through your family, your clergy, your exactly. doctors, you're desperate. Right. And right. first of all, if you're living in a house and crazy stuff is happening, especially if you're a parent, fuck this, I'm out. Like I'm uh, packing my stuff yeah. and I'm leaving. But a lot of people can't afford to do that. Agreed. You know, I live a very Agreed. privileged life, you know, so if that was happening and my kid was being attacked and I will say the house I lived in New Orleans, all this stuff was happening. My daughter was the only one not affected. Really? Really. And do you think that's because she's got special oh, angels? She's next level. Her? She's next level. But do you think she has this gift? Oh, she does. Absolutely. How do you know? Because I've seen her do some shit that I can't explain. Girl, you are scaring the hell out of me right now. Hey, at least this I didn't bring her today. But, you know, like even a moving truck is a grand. Movers move. It's expensive to of move. Course. You're reaching out to a paranormal show. You've exhausted all of your other resources or avenues. And, I, and you're you're pretty you're in a pretty dark place, you know? So I just wanted nobody to be stuck there like I was. And so that's why we started the show. That's why I started my CBD company, which is, you know, you can go online and it's perfectstormy.com and order all like the stuff. Cause I, you know, I feel like that's a more natural approach than like, you know, some of the harsher pharmaceuticals a doctor might prescribe to you right. if you go in and say, I'm not sleeping because ghosts are in my bedroom. Um, Have you ever felt sexually aroused by a ghost? Does that happen? So that's a thing that's called a, like a succubus or an incubus. And I've, I know a lot about it just from studying. Yeah. But I've only had it happen once. Okay. Oh. And I'm ashamed to admit that it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But how do you 
did you know? Like what? Like how did you know? I don't know. Did you feel a pressure on you? Did you feel like there was a body on you? Yeah, absolutely. And like I totally had an orgasm. I mean, it's I don't want to get graphic, but I will say this is the show to get graphic. Yeah, no, I definitely felt like something on top of me. I definitely felt like something go in me. Like it was, it was like some of the greatest sex I've ever had, except for the you know the sex I've had with another paranormal investigator because that was pretty crazy and when you're having sex with somebody who is also in the paranormal field and has understanding of energy everything is heightened i would think yeah yeah and uh it was pretty intense and every time we we had sex it was like we had activity and you know he would set up the camera and film it and we got stuff on film while we were having sex really yeah Girl, you are crazy. I keep saying that because I'm like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Okay, tell me about your CBD. I have a strain called Stormy Daniels, which was created without my consent. No. Fans started bringing me all sorts of products Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, I'm supporting you. This is your strain. I was like, I don't know about this. And luckily, it's actually really good. So there's been some negotiations and we've combined that with like Delta 8. And we've created our own formula and we have some products. We have, you know, smokables. We have gummies that are available. We also have a women's sexual product called Frequency. You can check it all out. I may on, have to check that one out. On uh, perfectstormy.com. Yeah, Perfect. it's all available for pre-order. So hopefully, you know, in the next month or two, it'll be ready to ship. So you are obviously busy. Are you single? That's an interesting question. Um, Legally, I guess. Yes. But I, um, my heart belongs to somebody. Oh, it does. It does. Oh, would we know him? Or is he famous or she famous? Or I don't know how you roll. Um, he is, well, anybody who knows anything about Spooky Babes knows that there's three of us in all the promo shots. Aha! And two of us are sitting here and we're obviously not a couple. couple. I can figure that out. It doesn't take, you know, I can figure that out. (laughs) But he's not currently here. Oh, okay. But I love him. Okay. When you say currently here, I don't even know if you're talking about paranormal or real. Like, honestly, I'm so confused. Honestly, I don't either. Oh. I don't either. I know he was blowing up my phone a week ago saying he couldn't live without me, and then he left me standing on a porch. Oh. Did he break your heart? Repeatedly. Oh, that's horrible. But why do you keep going back for more? Because when we have sex, I see stars. <laughs> That'll do it every time. <laughs> That'll do it every time. Um, Okay, so let me ask you this. If your daughter one day came up to you and said, I want to be an adult performer, what would you say to her? What would you? I would say, honey, you're about 20 years too late. (laughs) You would? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not a hypocrite. And it's her body. It's her choice. Yeah. Uh, I have a great story about a friend of mine. Her son... (laughs) Oh my gosh, she's going to kill me. Uh, so my friend has a son who is 24, and his father is a, a pretty prolific rock star, famous, whatever, has tons of tattoos. He forbid his son to get any tattoos, and his response was to get fuck you tattooed on his ass. Oh, damn. So I feel like if I try to tell my daughter, like, you you can't do what you want yeah. with your body after literally I've seen my butthole on a jumbotron. Um, <laughs> and what's that like? And how terrifying. I mean, we look at selfies and we're like, oh my God, I wish I looked like this. Right. What is? What did you say when you saw your butthole? I, my legs have never closed faster. <laughs> but um, so I just feel like it would be very hypocritical and it is her body and her choice. I would just try to support her and educate her. Um, and so my actual advice would be it's not worth it anymore due to the tube sites and piracy and, you know, mm. like 
But if this is so what you, you really want to do, that's really yeah, smart. Not I only mean, as a businesswoman, but as a performer. Right. I would I would honestly say the exact same thing to her if she came to me and said, hey, I want to be a, a guitarist or I want right. to be in a band because my daughter's father is a musician. Right. You know, he's a rock star and he would be like, there's no, he'll tell you there's no money in music anymore. Just like yeah. there's no money in adult business, you know, intellectual property just is not respected. You know, if you're, if you were a furniture maker and you have a store and you have furniture in it and I came to your store and smashed the front window in and carried a, a table off, I would go to jail. Right. You upload a song, a book, a photo, a sex scene, anything, and somebody steals it. Nobody gives a fuck. That's crazy though. But it's the same amount of work. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So our nightcap, I want to play a little game. Uh, who is better in bed, rich men or poor men? Oh, poor men. Why? Duh. Why? Because they have more to prove. Oh, I like that. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, athlete versus actor. Ooh, okay. Most women are going to tell you athlete because they can go the distance. Mm. But I'm going to say actor because I get bored easily and they're better at role play. <laughs> For sure. Who doesn't love a little role play? Um, East Coast versus West Coast. Ooh, neither. Oh, that's not good. Neither. So then who are you sleeping with? Southern boys. East, okay. Okay. Give me a Southern yeah. accent from Mississippi any day. Okay. Not You don't want a British accent? You don't want to, you know. Only in my girls. Okay. The ladies with a British accent. Have you ever been with a girl, speaking of? Like today or like oh, ever? Okay. okay. Maybe not today. <laughs> Yeah, I've been with more women than men, hands down. Interesting. Black men versus white men. Ooh. Okay. Double-edged sword. One of the sexiest men I ever dated, I won't say his name because he's famous, was was a black man. But I will say nothing compares to a good ginger in bed, and clearly they're they're so white, they're transparent. Ooh, so like Prince Harry, a ginger. Ooh. You know the gingers have big dicks? I didn't know this. No, I didn't know that. They're like black men. Yeah. Get out of here. Give me a hint of uh, – just a little hint of the black man. Um, He was on a TV show. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Light skin, <laughs> tall, super sexy. He's probably – when he hears this, he's going to shit his pants. <laughs> okay. Um, over 40 or under 40? I've never been with a man over 40. How would I know? Stop it. Mm. I mean, Trump does not count. Okay. I was going to say, I know you do tarot readings. I would love, I'll pick a card. Don't tell me if somebody's going to die though. I, don't want that. I make I don't no want promises. To... Oh God, Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. You're so fun I'm to talk to. I'm terrified. You... I'm scared it's going to be. I have, I have no, no control over what the cards okay, will say. Okay, well then. Let's and go. it's hard to do, like, when we're done here, I'll do, like, a proper reading for you if you oh, want. Oh, okay. Because it kind of takes a while. Okay. So doing a one card is a little difficult, but I'm going to try. Okay. Ah, okay. I'm Ooh. so relieved. So you have. <laughs> so <we're fine. laughs> So you actually have the most beautiful card in the whole deck. Which is what? It is the fairy who's kissed by pixies is the name of it. Oh. Anyway, it's oh, this. Pretty. It is the fairy oracle deck. Oh, that's and gorgeous. And it says, um, love given, love received. Oh, love. Like, it's all about, like, perfect love. Like, you have, like, <clears throat> some people are very much, they take, take, take. Or they give, give, give. I'm, I'm like that. I give way more than I mm -hmm. receive. My love language is to give. I get super uncomfortable when someone is, like, nice to me. Really? And so... You are 
very balanced in that. You were very centered in the fact that like you were okay with people expressing how they feel. You're open to hearing people's feelings. You are, you listen to them. Like I don't like, that's one of my faults when somebody is like too kind to me. Like I'm like, you're making me uncomfortable. But I will literally do anything for somebody I love. Like it, it, to the point where I allow, I allow myself to be taken advantage sure, of. Sure, I can see that. But you have a very good balance. And I don't know what your romantic situation is right now. Nothing. But <laughs> it, this is all about like when you're with a partner, like you know how to be very balanced in giving and receiving. I love that. And it's, it's actually a really, really great card. Oh, thank you so much. This is my favorite part of the podcast. This is where you get to highlight someone who's inspired you, who's made you laugh. Um, and we call it, who do you want to go to bed with? So Stormy, who do you mm, want to go to bed with? Okay. So I kind of knew from watching that this question was going to come. And I had totally planned on saying uh, John Bullard. Oh. Because I wouldn't be here like energetically paranormal. Like he taught me a lot of what I know. He believed in me. He still believes in me. He supported me. He's the one who told me to start reading cards. Oh, wow. He is, he, you know, like the best person I've ever dated. And it's the greatest sex I've ever had. But uh-huh. I just realized that the question is, who do you want to go to bed with? Not who do you want to fuck? Uh, uh, yes, yes, it's, it's not, not that. that. So I'm changing my answer. Okay. To my best friend, Justin. Oh, Because he is probably the most talented, genuine, honest person I've ever met. And it's not about sex. We've never hooked up. We're never going to hook up. So I know that when we, you know. It's just genuine. When we're on the tour bus, when we're in haunted locations, when we're in a hotel and we go to bed for the night, that there's no expectations except that we are friends and we always have each other's back. And I can't think of a better man in this universe but him. That's amazing. And I met Justin. He seems really sweet. He's okay. <laughs> I'm just Throw kidding. That. No, he's, he's, okay. he's the best. Oh, my I God. don't like that he's prettier than me. <laughs> oh, you guys are tied. I want to be a whore this week. I'm going to go to bed with all women who speak their truth, who know who they are. And I feel like you're one of those women, Stormy, who uplift women, who are strong-minded, who are uh, easy to talk to and support one another. So, Cheers. Cheers. Stormy, since I'm on Housewives of Beverly Hills, all the ladies have a tagline. If you were a housewife, what would your tagline be? Oh, they call me Stormy because when you come, it's hard and wet. And when I go, I take your house and car with me. Oh, mic drop. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) Wow. Um, Stormy, where do you want people to follow you? What do you want to promote while you're here? Oh, okay. So um, obviously Twitter is my favorite sport. So you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Stormy Daniels. Look for the blue check mark both on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is the Stormy Daniels. But most importantly, please check out SpookyBabesShow.com. We are the same on all social media at Spooky Babes Show. Instagram, YouTube are, you know, we have a pretty, not to scare you, we have a really good trailer on YouTube that shows some of our adventures, our scary stuff, our haunted doll, which I left in the car. Thank you, Jesus. I know, because I knew. (laughs) I was warned. And uh, so check us out on all that. And, of course, if you're interested in the CBD stuff, it is perfectstormy.com. 
And if you want to see like dates where I'm making appearances, you can go to stormydaniels.com, which is safe for work, by the way. It's not an adult website. Again, thank you so much. You are so fun to talk to. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The After Party continues on my Instagram, at Garcelle, and on my Twitter, at Garcelle B. And you can now watch our full episodes on YouTube. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Audio Up, and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Audio Up. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive Producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Sam Winter, and Crystal Liney. Co-executive producers, Cindy Levinson, Emu Zhu, associate producer, Taz Beckford. Music from Extreme Music. The show was edited and mixed by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find the ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.